Hey guys, Coach Sean here and welcome to another episode of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast. So, once again, I feel like I've been doing this quite a bit recently. Um, I haven't done a podcast in a couple of weeks for a good reason and that good reason was I was very busy. Um, I was very happy being busy. I was, you know, the boot camp was picking up, numbers were picking up, so much so that that we were we were full we couldn't take in any more members and that was going great the gym was going great and um, we were building up members in there as well every session had close to max amount of numbers that we couldn't have with covid and all that so everything was going great and you could probably sense the big fat book coming into it now in a second which here it comes steamrolled in what happened was and she's perfectly okay and these things happen um someone in our house got covid and because of that all of a sudden i'm on the coast the close contract co- close contract list uh because and then because of that now i'm i'm stuck at home for the next two weeks where the new buzzword is restricted movement so it's restricted movements now not not a total isolation which means i can go out and get a bit of exercise and stuff like that in but you know it, it is the right thing locked in for two weeks it was like i I'm saying it now with half a smile on my face, but at the time it was incredibly frustrating um, because I've had my first test and everyone else in the house had their first test and that came out negative. But at the same time, the girl who has COVID, her first test was also negative and then she developed symptoms during the week. She was already in isolation and then two days later after, you know, just a bit of a headache, a bit of a runny nose, not, not, uh, stuffy nose, nothing too bad, got the symptoms. Got, uh, rang up the HSE, get checked out two days later, bang, she, she's COVID, so she's right back into into isolation from two weeks. And then from that point, so when she was, not when she first developed symptoms, when she was told she'd COVID, that's when the two-week period started for everyone else in the house. And when we all got tested at different stages, and uh, mine was last weekend, and I get a text now every day from the HSE to remind me that I'm in close contact and that I, I have to restrict my movements and also that I'm 42 years old I've corrected them a good couple of times on this and now it's just annoying to to, to see every time around 9, 10 o'clock I look the phone by the way you can't leave your house for another two weeks and you're 42 I'm like this process has put 10 years on me at this stage it's just one of those things we all have to live with and, and you know it, it, it sucked ringing up work and, and, and telling the situation but they, they were more supportive about it uh, at ABCG and more supportive it's just annoying now when I see their stories and stuff on Instagram and everyone's still working away and I'm like I'm at home and I can't get involved I can't do coaching and I feel healthy I feel good to go that there's nothing wrong with me I've even started back running which I'm going to talk about now in a second um, I even started back running and training more I feel good but I suppose as frustrating as it is not being able to do anything I could be asymptomatic and my second test could come back positive hopefully not touch on wood um, but if that did then the frustration I feel now would be a million times worse if someone else was to get COVID because I may have had it and being too ignorant uh, or arrogant and just went out and kept doing what I'm doing so I had, I had to message the ladies there on Monday uh, in my boot camp out in Castlenock and let them know they were more than supportive about it so we're, we're thankfully we've had procedures in place in case something like this happened so we've been working still off the the fitness app still going from that fitness app had to expand it out for a full session but everything now they're getting through the app and then if they want more accountability i'm also on zoom with them from seven to eight on monday and wednesday so i can get go through the app with them check their form make sure everything's okay the big difference between now and back at the start of march is much more prepared for it with the app and much more prepared for equipment so everyone who signed up to to the boot camp in Castlenock has two sets of uh, resistance bands one of them's the, the long resistance but long looped resistance band and the other one's a mini band and they also i also tell them to bring home their own kettlebell as well in case something like this happens 
didn't expect it to happen this way very first person out of everyone not that i tell you otherwise because uh, gdpr and you know private con being private and all that uh, i wouldn't tell if anyone else in, in the boot camp ever had or will get COVID because that's not my place to say but i can honestly say hand and heart that, that out of everyone i'm actually the first that, that, that i know of that um had to stay away because of this um at the, at this time throughout the, the last couple weeks since we've opened up the camp so that's been incredibly frustrating because um as arrogant and egotistical be at time i i like to work through it somehow some way uh, as one of the ladies remind me it's actually the very first time i've ever had to call in sick i suppose even though technically i'm not sick but then again in, in a much more different sense i could be and we don't know that so i have to stay at home for two weeks but it's the very first time i've had, ever had to say i can't come into work today uh with the boot camp i did have one sick day last year with personal training uh and i was pretty much bedridden or couch ridden for the entire day it was an awful stake of barely stand but that's a completely different story um boot camp wise it's never happened i've had that boot camp in castlenock banchestown different areas Dublin 15 since january 2013 it's the very first time this has happened to me that i can't go to work for two weeks conveniently enough it's in september where i usually have that time off but um to go on holiday somewhere something like that a couple of years ago last year was in iceland year before new york around september time but look these things happen i have a smile on my face now could i have done this podcast when i first heard about this definitely not i would have been frustrated i would have been just taking it out on everyone that, that was listening so thankfully today i'm not going to do that and i'm a bit better move better I, I got a run in today i've getting more runs in I, I hadn't ran in eight nine weeks with an achilles injury and this is all important to what i'm going to talk about today on the podcast and you know what i've talked enough in this intro we are going to get straight through to today's episode of the coach on fitness podcast scrolling through twitter there and um, yesterday going through it and i seen a very interesting tweet from mike boyle and that tweet said 90 percent of people i see jogging should be walking hashtag speed limping i love the hashtag speed limping on that one but let's talk about this for a second because he got a ton of backlash on that and before i talk about it actually let's go back to who the hell is mike boyle well Mike Boyle is a strength conditioning specialist over in, I think it's Massachusetts. I want to say, obviously, we're here in Massachusetts, I think of Boston, but I don't think it's in Boston. Somewhere in Massachusetts he is. Um, and I've actually, since I've gone to strength conditions, he is someone that I've been looking up, that I look up to in terms of, I have one of his, one of my very first strength condition books was one of his functional strength books. And anything I see on his Instagram, his Twitter, I'm always looking into it. It's very interesting when he talks about burpees and I, I feel like I'm in that, I have that like Michael Jackson meme where he's eating the popcorn or like Big E from WWE eating the popcorn ready to go look at the comments to see people coming at him on why he should do burpees and stuff like that but the exact same reaction happened on this one on Twitter where he said and I'll just quote it one more time 90% of people I see jogging should be walking hashtag speed limping so before I answer my thoughts on this tweet, let me give you a little bit of background for people who are just seeing me do this video for the very first time. So for the last eight, nine months, I have run a podcast called Any Given Run Day. Um, I have ran three marathons before. I'm currently training for my fourth marathon. Um, currently training for my fourth marathon at the end of October, virtual marathon, obviously, because we can't do marathons at the moment uh, with, with COVID and everything else going on. So I, I run until recently I wouldn't have called myself a runner I would have said I was more 
a more strength conditioning definitely more gym based but the more i ran especially during covid i feel like it definitely helped me out it was kind of like a, a therapy for me to get out there get running staying within when we had that 2k radius over here and then the 5k radius and all the rest and i felt like when i wasn't running i, I, I was more groggy and just mentally it helped me out come out there clear my thoughts and it was great to do that and complement it with the gym so all that being said i read this tweet once again 90 percent of people i see jogging should be walking hashtag speed limping wow and i have to say mike boyle criticizing running like that and jogging there's only one thing i have to say to you you're right you're exactly right unfortunately i used to live at you know near the phoenix park now before i get into more context in this i just want to explain that let's analyze what he's saying here he's not saying whether you should run or jog he's saying running or jogging and stuff like that from his perspective and what he is seeing and when i lived near the phoenix park and i see people running i'm going oh you know they're just all over the place and running they're, they're running to you know they're taking too big of a steps they're hunched over too much they seem to be going side to side this way the hips are sagging side to side and it looks like an injury waiting to happen for a lot of people would i say 90 percent? probably not from what i've seen but that doesn't mean it's not it's not true or it is true or whatever but there's definitely a lot of people that i would see running that would have poor form when they're running and you know let's look at his point of view in terms of um injury so like he was saying uh he one of the tweets he was answering back to because he got a ton of backlash on it and one of them he was answering back to was basically he pulled up a scientific review where it said running generates four times more force as walking and if you think about it like a scales and obviously 80 percent of the time i don't recommend people using scales but there is a time and place for them completely different subject matter on that one but anyway when you do you know the old scales where it has the, the needle goes across you know when you first just even step onto it you'll see the needles shoot up and then right back down again from that initial force of bring yourself up in the scale like it won't just raise to whatever weight you are it'll shoot well past that and then come back to it that's stepping up onto it now you imagine running the more force you had and your thud onto that scales it's going to shoot right up and according to this scientific study it, it was four times the amount and you know going back to the gym uh, on this one talking about strength conditioning background and talking about when we had our reopening the gym june 29th still embedding our head over here in ireland when we had that that reopening and talking to people who ran more there was definitely more injuries people picked up running too quickly they ran too far too fast um i heard about you know stress factors hamstring injuries quad injuries strains all the rest and and it was attributed to running so it definitely causes more injuries doing running and there's definitely a high risk from doing running and or, or jogging and that's probably what led to him with the speed jog the speed limping comment um so yeah so looking at that he he is 100 percent right in how he's looking at it does that mean i would tell you not to run no hell no and it sounds like i'm backtracking because hey sean if running increased the risk of getting injured should you run and in me saying maybe that's that 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 sounds like i'm stubborn running for the sake of running you know what, what what's what's the deal behind it and once again i i if someone asks me um they want to get fit they want to lose weight they want to get healthier do i recommend running to them no i recommend strength training to them but through the strength training you can complement the running with that so i would say build up that foundation base first and once you build that up 
go straight into running and some people out there listening going hey sean i don't do strength training i'm not in the gym i don't do, i do no body weight exercises all i do is running and i feel great great fantastic more power to you keep doing that keep doing you but that's not everyone and a lot of people do get injured hell i get injured doing running i talked about uh, the intro to, to a podcast there about um the fact that i hadn't ran eight nine weeks and you know my mistake there was a lot of hills and stuff where I am. So throughout COVID and all the rest, um, I was doing a hell of a lot more hill running than I should have. Messed up my Achilles, went for a 5K PB, messed up even more after. I got the 5K PB, but messed myself up, couldn't run for eight, nine weeks afterwards. I really thought it was going to be a lot shorter, to be honest with you, because it was just like an annoying strain. But my point being is I was injured doing running and I was more likely to get injured doing running than I was in the gym. Or I feel like I am more likely because I've had a fair few running injuries. I've talked before about having injuries, calf injuries, ham, um, not too much hamstring and running. But calf and Achilles have been have been the main two um, issues with my lower back as well. But going back to my point, if you enjoy running, if you love running, great, keep running. And I don't think that's what this tweet is saying. I don't think it's judging running in that respect. It's just saying not putting words in his mouth but i'm just reading it again and it's like there are issues there from people running and you're increasing the risk for that when you're when you do run and i think you need to acknowledge that and you're never going to 100 prevent injuries no matter what you do but at the same time there are different ways where you could possibly limit it a bit more strength training comes into it we've talked before about like strength training especially like the glute med and around the knees and stuff like that so getting the mini bands out doing those kind of exercises around the knees could help um single leg exercises split squats reverse lunges um single leg squats even single leg rdls that kind of thing just strengthening up the the, the muscles there might help reduce the chance of getting injured and if, if it might help then, then why not do that so there's risks in everything i mean like if you look back at mike boyle there's risks in strength training you know he'd be talking about olympic lifting but he doesn't go straight into olympic lifting he builds up he he might do some sort of front squat and stuff before he starts doing you know clean and presses and all the rest or maybe just you know different overhead variations and make sure people can do that overhead variation before going into it so the same with running build yourself up into the long runs it's not as simple as just throwing on your runners and away you go even though it can feel that simple and at times you will get away with it but there will be that one time and it will catch up with you where you don't get away with it so it's up to you to find out the risk reward and if you enjoy run- running for me running is my therapy like i said help me out big time through covid i've ran three marathons the first one absolutely hated second one a little bit better third time i've made it into an experience and now the fourth one the virtual marathon coming up i'm building it up as as a kind of like a family event i'm going to talk that a little bit more later in the podcast because it's going to be very tough to run a full marathon without having people there watching cheering on and, and those have done the double marathon or even watched it uh, in person will realize the atmosphere there is just electric it is so cool that like it just spurs you on to keep going whereas this year it's going to be literally no one so i think people are going to have to be clever and find ways to push themselves through it like we talked before uh, on this on this podcast i talked about um and through the any given run day podcast talked about Owen murphy he did the 30 he did his laps of the state how many 129 laps of the state any people and stuff cheering him on so and that was for charity raising fourteen thousand euro for child line if people do stuff like that it could work it could it could be a way of doing it i'm getting well away from my point in this and when a little tangent with martin's there my overall point being i love doing them and i know that i increase the risk of getting injured by running 
and it sounds stubborn to keep doing it but if you love doing it there's always going to be risks no matter what you do otherwise if you played it safe for absolutely everything you would get absolutely nowhere and you wouldn't be happy you wouldn't be fulfilled so and i can't believe i'm saying this you know the trials and tribulations of leading up to the big day day doing a marathon the setbacks with the with the injuries i i love it all for that feeling you get when you cross the, the finish line when you finish a marathon and i'm not saying you should do a marathon in fact if i was your personal trainer and you said hey sean should i do a marathon i was half thinking about it nah, don't know i'd be like no why why do you want to do a marathon and unless your reason for doing a marathon is strong then i wouldn't recommend doing it i think i think even people doing 5k 10ks could be a limit but you've you've always wanted to do a marathon then by all means knock yourself out go for it so i don't think that his tweet took personal preference or anything that into account i don't think it was meant to take personal preference account i think it was just his own coaching observation of when he sees people run going there's a better ways of doing this you know you'd be better off speed walking or a limited chance of getting injury and and, and as a coach i suppose the first thing you look out for is keep people safe and get people healthy first and then everything else follows suits from there i mean so if he had a if he had a client that he saw running i don't think he recommends running at all to be honest because I've, I've seen some of the stuff before um i think if he saw someone running and 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 he was like oh you don't look good running and you're, in, you're increasing the chance of risk of injury don't do it and he pulled him back now he does love sprints because that's just a 10 second you know whatever it is all out sprint working on the mechanics of sprinting and all the rest but i'm sure he doesn't get people to run or sprint straight away he builds up into it i think that's the key it's building up into it if you want to run have a strong reason for why you want to run instead of just i'm going to put on my runners do a bit of cardio and lose weight i think that's a terrible 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 reason because there are other ways there are better ways and if you want to lose weight it all comes down to more so calories in calories out but you also have to train exercise to to, to get that balance you don't have to train exercise but you should train about um an exercise to, to get that balance is bottom line is when it comes to running if you enjoy it do it if not don't but find what works for you when you are training whether that's running whether that's oh i was gonna say crossfit i'll say crossfit because some people that uh, they have the ability they have the strength they can do crossfit great as long as you're safe while doing that as long as you're safe while doing strength training yoga whatever it is you do you find out what works for you stay healthy stay fit and keep training and that's that's pretty much it on the running So yeah, guys, a little bit of rant there on, on, on running there. I kind of lost track of my topics once or twice there. But um, yeah, I mean, I really just think it's up to you guys on, on like what, what do you enjoy doing? And this is something that we've always talked about in this podcast is what do you enjoy doing? I mean, if you're going to the gym and you absolutely hate it, you're not going to stick with that for a long time. You, you have to find a program or something that that inspires you that motivates you that keeps you coming back and motivation wanes there's gonna be some days where you just don't want to do it and and that's fair enough but if it's you're absolutely dreading each and every running session then don't do running whereas if it helps clear your head helps you to think um like this entire podcast i've done here this all came to my mind when i went for my 6k run today very slow pace coming back from entry but i'm back running anyway that's the main thing uh but this whole thing came to my mind while doing a podcast so you know what i'm gonna talk about this today and obviously since talking about in the intro of the podcast i'm home for the next two weeks so uh hopefully more and more of these podcasts will be coming out to you guys hopefully i'm gonna uh, bulk up some of them and so so i'll have them so there won't be as many gaps in between each episode 
as there has been lately. Uh, if you have enjoyed this podcast, let me know. Hit me up on Instagram at coach underscore Sean C or let me know through email, Sean at coachsonc.com. Hopefully get a newsletter out to you guys this week as well. Info to that should be on my um, link tree on the Instagram bio. And that's pretty much it. Delighted to be back doing these podcasts again. Sorry if I'm ranting and raving too much. Just got to use this energy as much as I can over these next two weeks. With that being said, I'm going to go get a workout in myself right now. Another home workout in. Great to, it's great to, to be back doing this. And that's all I got to say about that. Coach Sean, take care.